0: Thanks for tuning in to the Change Church Podcast. We believe change is more than a church. It's a culture. And we are living out our purpose so that others can find theirs. We hope that this message encourages and inspires you. Now, here's Pastor Elijah Hollis.
1: You guys, I'm excited for next week. Starting a series that, man, God has been wrecking me with. Don't you love God's timing? Man, it is so good and it's so spot on. And if I, if I could go back and do my life on my timing, it would have been terrible. So my timing is terrible. It seems right in the moment, but it is terrible for the grand picture, the grand design of what God has for me. And I love when I step back and realize the timing of God. And you got to know, we, we've been praying through. And thinking through and planning and all this stuff. We, we were praying through these series like a year ago of just what God was having for us. And it's amazing to me how God can speak something into existence for the future that you're going to need in that present situation. And that's what I just feel like he's doing in my life. I hope it's the same for you. But I feel like God is speaking a word that is directly connected to what I'm going through right now. And what I need for this moment. Man, we've been talking about heart transfer. And trading our heart for his and stepping into his shoes to see like he sees, feel like he feels. And in that, in that, when we transfer our heart and when we trade it for his, we start feeling what he feels and we start doing what he did. Jesus was, he led the way. He led the way of what it looked like to love unconditionally, to serve the world in a way that no one had ever served before. Jesus led the way. And when we get into his shoes, when we start to see people like he sees them, when we pray, hey, God, break our heart for the things that breaks your heart, all of a sudden, everything in our life directly uh, is affected by that love. And so we talked about having empathy and and the transfer and letting God's heart become our heart. We also talked about generosity and how it is the secret ingredient to a happy life. Let me tell you, if you haven't stepped into that life of generosity, let me challenge you. Take a plunge. Don't just take a step. Take a plunge. If you need to take it nice and easy, that's okay. Hey, I'm going to challenge you, you know, to to really step into that. But go at your pace. But, hey, step into the life of generosity because when we are generous, we open the door of favor in our lives. And when you step into that favor, there's no life like a life of favor. I'll tell you what. There's no life when God's involved in your life, when God's involved in your finances, when God's involved in your time and your talent. All of a sudden, everything, it doesn't make sense on paper, but everything flows because it's in the favor. It flows in the favor. But when it's out of the favor, it's frustrating because it's not flowing. It's just frustrating. You're trying to make things work. But when you step into the life of favor, when you align yourself with God's heart and what he's doing, he establishes all the works of your hands. All of a sudden, everything you try at and everything that you do and everything you put your mind to is established by the power of God. You trade your results for His results. And they're far greater than your results because He's the one that puts things in motion. So we talked about being generous with our time, our talent, our treasure. And when you realize that... The more you're generous, the more he opens up his favor for you, you start looking for opportunities. You're like, all right, how can I get involved? How can I serve? How can I give? How can I do things that are involved in the movement of God? And we don't just pray for a movement of God. We become the movement of God. A lot of times we'll pray, God, touch my family. He's like, I sent you to do that. You go, and you be the person that you need to be for your family. God, touch my job. You're the one I sent to bring the atmosphere up. You're the one I set to be the light into the world. It's not we're waiting on a move of God. We're becoming the move of God by taking on his heart, feeling what he feels, and doing as he orders us to do. Right? That's awesome. I love it. It's a heart transfer. Last week we talked about uh, the altitude of gratitude. And this was one that it'll be life-changing for you. But we talked about this perspective. And a lot of times we get so caught up in the here and now that we get our perspective on the outcome all around us. And so we lean on things, and we'll talk about more today, but we lean on the outcome that is going on. So if if things fall apart around us, so do we. We talked about a perspective change. When we understand that he's involved in everything, all of a sudden every detour we take becomes a divine detour. There's a lot of times you'll find yourself not where you thought you'd be. Anybody ever been there? You're like, man, I thought I was going to be there by now. And I thought my family was going to do this. And I thought my job was going to be here. And I thought with this relationship, it was going to be at this point. And it's not where you want to be. A lot of times, God takes us on a detour because he wants to get us ready for our destination. And we're not ready for our destination if we don't take the detour and learn the lessons he wants us to learn. So you have to take those detours. You have to be thankful and rejoice in the detours. That's hard to do. But when you realize God's involved. He's got your plans in his hands, and he cares about you, and his plans are greater than your plans. You start taking hands off. Say, God, I thank you for this detour, because for some reason, you have me here for right now, and I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to live it up. And you start using the pressures of life to elevate yourself. we talk about the airplane effect. When you use the pressure to elevate yourself to the altitude God wants you to be at, above the clouds. He wants you to dream. He wants you to soar. He wants you to come alive to why you're here on earth. The only way to do that is to get in his perspective, to understand this whole life is planned by him, and he's got a purpose for you in every season that comes your way. Today I want to talk to us about uh, something that God has been working on in, in my heart. I want to call today, Peaceful. Peaceful. Full of peace. We have to look at Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. It's a, it's a known verse if you've been a, a Christian and you've been reading God's Word. And even if not, you might have heard it somewhere before. But Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 is one of those staple verses. Um, but it, sa- it starts off by saying, do not be anxious. Now he has to say this because anxiety is normal. He wouldn't have to say this if it was normal to be calm and to be full of peace. But he says, do not be anxious because anxiety is what we turn to, right? It's, it's our fear-driven life. And if you look around, there's a lot to be fearful about in life. It's death, losing a loved one. It, it's, it's your job. Maybe you lose your job. It's the stock market as it goes up and down. It's the government as they try to make decisions that affect all of us. It's world, the, the world at war. It's all the hurricanes and things that are going on in the world. All these things are fearful. And a lot of times you have to understand that your anxiety is directly connected to what you're connected to. Your anxiety is directly connected to what you're connected to. So a lot of times the quick fix of anxiety will be look at what you're connected to. First off, find out what are you plugging into. Because a lot of times, here's what we do. We plug into our job. And we lean on our job. And so when our job falls out, all of a sudden, everything in our life falls out because that's what we plugged into for peace. That's what we plugged into for strength. If you plug into that loved one or the spouse or that mom and dad, you plug into that person saying, I'm going to lean on your strength. I'm going to lean on your wisdom. I'm going to lean on who you are in order to be peaceful in my life. All of a sudden, when that person fails, because how many know humans are flawed, some more than others, but all of us are flawed. We all fail. And so when you plug into a human, you are, you are looking. You are looking to be let down. And so we lean on our spouse. Oh, baby, you know, we, we made all these promises, and you are just my strength. And, you know, you'll hear this even when you're dating. You'll, you'll be like, I found this boy, and <laughs> he is just everything. He just completes me. I mean, he knows me, and he's strong, and I get to lean on him, and I print all my problems, and we talk through it. And it's just amazing. And you start plugging into someone who can't handle what you need. They can't give you what you need. And when we lean on that, all of a sudden, our anxiety is connected to what we're connected to. So all of a sudden, when the stock market goes down, so do we. We're anxious and fearful. And when our, when, our, when our source of peace comes in from peace in the world, and all of a sudden chaos is happening and things are going down, well, all of a sudden, our anxiety level is out the roof because it was connected to that. He says, don't be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, present your requests to God. And I love this scripture because it takes it past just prayer. Sam Smith said it in his new song, we all pray, right? Everybody prays. We all turn to God at some point because it's it's obvious that there's someone behind all this. And in the last moments of someone's life or no matter how they've lived, the last moment, you have to turn to something. So we all pray. But he says, by prayer and petition. Now I love the word petition. And he, in another translation, it's supplication. But this word petition is to bring a request that you need. A lot of times, and most times, when you bring a petition, it's not something you want or desire. It's something you need in place. And so you bring a petition to God. And he said, hey, in every situation, everything that's going on in your life, make sure you're bringing your requests to God. Bringing that prayer and petition, saying, God, this is what I need from you. Because peace, and let's just clarify this right off the bat. Peace is not circumstances without chaos. Peace is calm in the midst of the chaos. A lot of times we, we, we want peace and, and peace in our mind is no chaos. I don't mean to burst your bubble, but there will always be chaos. Because right from that first bite, Adam and Eve bit the apple and brought sin into the world. We are decaying. This is a decaying, flawed world, and it, it, we can't help it. It's just human race. We're all dying. We're all sinful. We're all this human nature, and it's all going on. So chaos is inevitable. It's going to happen. Storms of life hit. Things happen. They go down in your family. You lose loved ones. Things happen that you didn't expect. Chaos is inevitable. It's a given. Chaos is a given. Calm is a choice. Peace is a petition. Peace doesn't come naturally, or we wouldn't have to say, don't be anxious. Because it's natural to be anxious. But when we start to realize that calm is a choice, I have to plug in and petition to God, I need your peace. And a lot of times we go through life and we'll pick up things, man. Things will happen to us, and maybe from a young age even. We'll be at school and someone will call us a name or, or things will happen uh, with our parents and, you know, we'll feel forgotten or whatever. And we'll carry that, that, in, that circumstance that happened. And we'll, we'll lose our job at some point, you know, because that's not a secure thing to put our, our faith into, right? So it's it's something that happens in that and relationships end. All of a sudden the things you thought were going to be perfect, you start carrying around as baggage, Anybody ever feel like this? And maybe not, it's not a physical carrying around backpacks, but man, you feel the weight of everything that's happened to you. Somebody says something to you, and life hits hard. You lose a loved one. Your mom and dad are no longer together, and it just it creates this void in you, and you start carrying the stuff. And a lot of times here's what we do is we bring our baggage into every relationship that we have with others, and we want to present our requests to others. But here's the issue we all got baggage. I mean, so go ahead, bring your baggage to me. I got my own bags I'm carrying. So we start to say, oh, honey, 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 I'm really struggling. I just, can you just carry this a little bit? And we try to give it to someone who, who can't handle it. Because they're trying to handle their own stuff. And we start leaning on things that are unstable. Can't handle what we're doing. And we go through life so heavy trying to present our request to others. And, 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 and it's not bad. But we start, you know, we start going to therapy. And we start trying to figure it out. Self-help stuff. And it, it, all that is good. Believe me. I'm a huge believer. But the, the, the change maker is when we start to petition peace to the one who gives peace and it goes on in the scripture he says then go ahead put that scripture up the the next part of it. it says and the peace of god which transcends all understanding you know what our understanding is chaos this is what we get we get this this is understanding life hurts life happens people are Things that we, you know, things happen that we don't understand and don't want to understand. But this is normal. Chaos is normal. And he says, hey, I want to I wanna bring a peace of God that transcends all understanding. It doesn't make sense in your realm. It doesn't make sense in your understanding. But listen to this. It will guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. And I love this scripture because it shows chaos doesn't stop but God's peace guards. This will set a lot of people free because you're waiting for the storm to stop. It's not going to stop. Until you're up in heaven with Jesus, storms of life are going to come. It's not stopping. Chaos is a given. But if we can petition to God, I need you, Jesus. I need you more. And it's a surrender saying, God, I give you what I have. And we start laying it down at his feet say, God, I can't handle this anymore. I need you to carry this. When we start doing that, he comes in. He says, all right, listen, I understand the chaos is still going to happen. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to guard you in Christ Jesus. I'm going to guard you from the chaos and create the calm in the midst of the chaos. And that's what God does. He creates the calm in the chaos. When we start leaning on God and who he is, the amazing power of the almighty, we start realizing that he is a strong foundation. He is one that will never fail us. And his peace goes beyond all understanding, all the things that we get all the things that we understand, all the things that we've been through and say, now that's hard, that's never gonna happen and that's too much for me to handle and this person, that will never be right. It passes all understanding, the peace that guards our heart, that guards us from all things that happen. I don't know what you've been through. I don't know your story, your journey. A lot of you, you know, we've had conversations and, you know, I understand where you're at but there are a lot of things in your life I'll never be able to carry. And I'm so thankful that in the midst, because when you're there for people, when you do life together, a lot of times you'll be sitting somewhere where you it's out of your control. And I feel, I feel like that's where the disciples were, is where they're in the boat, and all of a sudden the waves and the wind is blowing and rocking the boat, and it was out of their control. It was out of their control. And there will be some times where I'll be at a hospital and I'll be with somebody and we'll be praying. But guess what? I can't do anything in that situation to change the circumstances. I can't change the wind and the waves. I can't change the storm happening. And I'm in the boat with you. And, 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 you know, you do that. You do life together. And that's what it's all about is being in the boat together. But if we can learn to not only set our requests before Jesus but also turn everybody's eyes to the one who can create the peace, one that can create the calm in the midst of the storm. We all do life together, understanding it's not in the calming of the storm. It's the one who created the storm. It's the calm inside the one who created the storm. That's what we want. We don't want the storm to stop. Yes, we do, but that's not what we're after. We're after the calm In the midst of the storm. And when we realize that, realize it's not on us. It's not us. It's not up to us to fix what's going on. It's not us, up to us to take on everybody's burden. Because here here's the deal. When you start to break for the things God's heart breaks for, you start to carry everybody's burden. So not only your burdens, but now you're picking up everybody else's, because you're like, dude, your life is hard. Much harder than mine. You start carrying everybody. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yes, I'm, let me walk through this with you. And when you, don't, when you don't realize where the peace comes from, when you don't realize that peace is a petition and people are to turn to God in that, you start carrying it, trying to be the Savior for everybody. And you start getting too heavy to carry it. And let, let me just free you right here. You're not responsible for the people. You're responsible to the people. You're responsible to give everything that you can But you're responsible to point people to Jesus because he's the only one that can bring peace. When we start doing that, we say, hey, I've been there. I've been in the storm. Here's what you do. You bring it before Jesus. You lay it at his feet. You let him be the calm in the midst of the chaos because it's in that peace that he guards us, that he guards our heart, that he guards us. In the middle of the storm, in the middle of the chaos, He guards me. In the middle of everything that's going on that's not fair, He guards you. He keeps you calm. He keeps your spirit okay because of who He is. That's who we ground ourselves in. I don't know where you are, but today I want to give you an opportunity to start that relationship with Jesus, the one who gives peace. And maybe you've been searching. Maybe you've been searching in a lot of things to fill that void. I know. I've been there. And and, and I I know. I understand. Because there's a lot of things in life that seem like they're going to fill that void. And you can try it for a little bit. But I promise you, you'll never find the exact fit. Because the only one that fits in that hole is Jesus. The only one that fits in that hole is Jesus Christ. So I want to give you an opportunity today to say yes to Jesus. To step into a relationship with him. Because he, we believe in life change here. But life change only happens when we plug into the one who gives life. It doesn't come from this. It comes from this. This is great. Our relationships are awesome. But it's nothing without the power of God in our lives. Without plugging into who he is. Because it's in this that life change happens. So that we can help those around us. But we can never help those around us unless we've truly plugged into who he is. So that's you. And you want to accept Jesus into your heart. You want to make him the Lord and Savior of your life like many of us have. You're sitting in a room full of sinners saved by grace. Saved by Jesus. We're not here because we're all that. I'm not standing up here because I'm any better than anybody else. I'm up here because Jesus has saved me from all my past and made me a new creation. I want to give you that opportunity today to say yes to Jesus would everybody uh, bow your heads and close your eyes if that's you today I just want you to lift a hand and say yeah Elijah I want to say yes to Jesus I want to accept him into my life I want to accept him into my heart as my Lord and Savior I want to turn to him let him be the peace in the middle of my chaos let him be the calm in the middle of my storm come on if that's you just lift up your hand and say yeah Elijah that's me I want to do that today awesome say yeah Elijah that's me I want to accept Jesus into my heart. Awesome. Here's another call for you that, that need peace in your life. You know my kids do when they want something from me? They raise both hands up in the air. I say, Daddy, hold me. Daddy, I need you. I want you to do, if you need peace from God, I want you to lift both hands up and petition to him right now. Say, God, I need your hand at work in my life. I need your peace in the middle of my storm. I need your calm in the middle of my chaos. Come on, if that's you, just lift both hands up. I want to pray for you today. Say, God, I need you. The storms of life are hitting, the things happening that I don't understand, but God, that's when I turn to you. That's when I turn to you. I lay it down at your feet because you're the only one that can handle it, the only one that can take it on. Only one that is the sure foundation. And I rest upon you today. I rest upon you today. God, we love you. We need you, Jesus. God, to pray for those in this room that need peace. Those that have, have been through life, have been through the things that have hit them hard. God, I pray that you would bring peace in the middle of that storm. In the middle of that boat rocked by the waves, that you would speak peace into their lives. Hallelujah. We thank you, God, that you are a sure foundation that we rest upon. We find rest in the middle of your arms. We find rest in the middle of who you are. So Jesus, be Lord and Savior of our lives. I pray for those that have turned to you today and want to start a relationship with you. God, help them in this journey. Forgive them of the past. Let them move on and create the future in you as a new creation as someone who is brand new in Jesus Christ, that they can do all things through Christ who strengthens them. Bring a peace today. Set that in our whole, our in our heart, God, that void that we need to be filled by you. Pray that you would fill it in the name of Jesus. We love you so much, God, and we trust you. We trust you, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. We love you, Father. And can you just take a moment, just enjoy who he is. Just enjoy his peace right now the moment of peace hallelujah jesus
0: we love you jesus we love you lord hallelujah jesus hallelujah jesus we love you father we love you father our peace our peace in the storm our peace in the storm I find peace in you, God. I find peace in you, God. Powerful name of Jesus. Powerful name of Jesus. I find peace in the storm. I find peace in the storm. Powerful name of Jesus. The titheful name of Jesus. Oh. oh, oh, oh. Hey. hey. Oh, Oh. We enjoy your peace, oh God. We need you, Father. In the middle of the chaos. God, we. Invite your calm, invite your calm. Your peace passes all understanding. Plug into your power. We plug into your power. Oh, Jesus. Powerful name of Jesus. Yay. Yeah. Thank you, God.
1: We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. i talk to you for a moment as a pastor. I'm, I'm excited because in a few weeks here, we're going to be taking a year-end offering. And I want you to start praying of what your part in this year-end offering is. I want to challenge you to step into the boat of generosity. It's an incredible journey as you try to as you start to trust God with what you have now a lot of us it'll be the step you'll be stepping into maybe this is your first time to start tithing God calls us to give 10% of everything that comes in to further his kingdom and I feel like it's not even giving 10% it's bringing 10% because it's already his to begin with so when we start to bring the tithe before him We start stepping out in obedience, and God starts to bring his favor in our life. And I want to challenge you. If that's the first step, I want to challenge you to start praying, God, lay that on my heart. Let me become one that is stepping into that life of obedience and and start in that. Some of us, we're we're already tithing, and I want to challenge you to step into the next level of generosity that's above your 10th, that's above the 10%. It's into the offering it's that sacrificial giving. It's that thinking, all right, God, what do you want me to do beyond what you've called me to do? What, what, do you, what are you calling me to be a part of that's beyond even what's coming in? Tithe is easy because it's all about what's already come in. You give it 10% of that. So it's kind of, it's kind of a given. It, it's not, it doesn't take much faith. It's, it's all about just giving 10% of everything that's coming in. If it doesn't come in, it doesn't go out. Offering is different. It's stepping above that and saying, okay, God, I don't know if this is going to come in. It's a step of faith. It's saying, God, I'm going to give above and beyond what I know is coming in so that I can step into that level of generosity that's seeing your kingdom come to earth. And when you do this, a lot of us, we pray for the blessing before we're blessed, or or we pray for the blessing before we, we are blessing. And so here's my prayer for my family, and I pray this over you too. God, bless us so we can be a blessing to others. But this won't start until we start blessing others. And a lot of us, the first step is to start blessing. Start being generous. And then the doors of favor opens up. And when the favor comes down, all of a sudden we can be a conduit that's flowing what God is giving. Does that make sense? So I challenge you, step into the stream. Let the flow start coming through you. Let the blessings of God start pouring out through your life so that God can continue to bless so that we can be a blessing. Because we are paving a way. For the next generation to become the greatest generation ever. We're paving the way for families that need Jesus to come into this place and find Him in a new way, to come alive, for husbands to come alive to their purpose, for wives to come alive to their purpose, for young ones to understand. It's not about the identity crisis in the world. It's not about depression. It's not about anxiety. It's about the peace of God that passes all understanding. It's about the love of Christ, the generosity of Jesus to get change into our world, our families, our workplaces. That's what it's all about. And so that's what we do. We pave a way for the next generation. We pave a way for our families. We pave a way for God's glory to be revealed on the earth. We're like the prophet Isaiah when he said, the voice is called in the wilderness, who will do it for me? And he's like, I will go. I will be the one. That's what we're doing. That's how we do. We say, God, use us. Use us. Use our treasure. Use our time. Use our talent. To see the kingdom of God come down on earth. And I believe we're going to see something happen in this next year that's going to blow our minds. But it happens when we step out in obedience and step into what he's called us to do as a church, as a family. So I want you to start praying over your family. Start praying for you individually. What does God want you to do? To be a part of what we're going to accomplish here in change. Are you ready for that? I'm excited for it. I'm excited to step into everything that God has for us. I don't want to miss out on a thing. So I want you to to pray about what God's going to do through you today uh, in in your giving. And let's just pray that God will bless it. God, we love you so much. And we trust you. We thank you for what you're doing in our hearts. Thank you for what you're doing in our lives. Thank you for what you're doing in our families. Pray that you bless what we're going to give today. Make it go forward and beyond what we could ever do with it on our own. Let your glory and your kingdom come down to earth in such an awesome way. We love and trust you, Jesus. In your
0: name we pray. Amen. At Change Church, we believe in doing life together. If you want to connect with us, you can visit us online at thisischange.org or any social media platform at thisischange.phl. Thanks for joining us and have an amazing week.